Engaging presentations on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. Friends, welcome. Pro-Life Leader Frank Pavone here, National Director of Priests for Life. It's always good to be with you for a time of prayer. Delving into the Word of God and the Scriptures, reading from Paul today to Timothy. Leave your prayer intentions in the comments. We're always happy to pray uh, very specifically for one another, and we lift each other up as we go to the Lord today. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord God, we come before you with joy this morning, and we ask you to forgive our sins. The things we have done, the things we have failed to do, things that have offended you or slowed down our progress towards holiness. Lord, the opportunities you give us today to witness to your kingdom and spread your word are opportunities we receive with joy. Help us understand that word better now as we hear again from your Apostle Paul. Help us to encourage and instruct one another and bring us to salvation and to a culture of life. We pray through Christ our Lord. Amen. Our reading today is from the first letter of St. Paul to Timothy. Beloved, I am writing you, although I hope to visit you soon. But if I should be delayed, you should know how to behave in the household of God which is the church of the living God, the pillar and foundation of truth. Undeniably great is the mystery of devotion, who was manifested in the flesh, vindicated in the spirit, seen by angels, proclaimed to the Gentiles, believed in throughout the world, taken up in glory. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. When Jesus was on trial before Pilate, he said he had come into the world to give witness to the truth. Pilate's response, as you recall, is, what is truth? The world doesn't recognize truth. We recognize it as something the mind can grasp with certainty. In other words, people talk about having an open mind, right? The purpose of having an open mind is so that eventually it can close upon the truth. It's not meant to be perpetually wondering what the truth is. It's always open to learn more, but it closes upon certain truths that it knows cannot change. John chapter 6, when Jesus gives the teaching that mystified, disturbed, even to the point of them leaving some of the disciples, many of the disciples, when he talked about eating his flesh and drinking his blood. Remember Peter's response when the Lord said to even his chosen apostles, are you going to leave me also? Is the difficulty you have understanding what I just told you going to outweigh your loyalty to me? Peter said, no, we're not going to leave. Who are we going to go to? And then he says, we have come to believe, we know, that you are the Holy One of God. He didn't yet understand the teaching. He would come to understand it. 
but he understood who Jesus was. The mind closes upon truth. Jesus said, I am the truth. I am the truth. He called the devil a liar. There's such a thing as truth, brothers and sisters, independent of our own mind, independent of our own desires, independent of our own convenience, independent of any authority on earth, government authority or, or, or church authority. Neither government authority nor church authority can say one and one is five. And someone can torture a person to the point of forcing them to say one and one is five, and yet that doesn't make it true. Notice when Paul says here in this reading that the church is the pillar and foundation of truth. He's talking about truth as part of the DNA of the church, the very identity of the church is founded on truth. Now, the very identity of the church is founded on love, on communion with God and, and one another, on grace and holiness. In fact, the church is the kingdom of God on earth, and the liturgy tells us that the, the kingdom, I often like to quote this, is a kingdom of truth and life, a kingdom of holiness and grace, a kingdom of justice, love, and peace. So all of those things identify the church. But none of them contradicts the other. You can't subtract the truth. You can't say that the church is, oh, well, we'll all just come together and, you know, well, the truth, well, that evolves with, uh, with time. It evolves always in the same direction. We know for certain. We have arrived. You know, people, again, say, oh, but you have to have an open mind. You only have to have an open mind for the purpose of closing on the truth. Furthermore, it's historically based. Notice, as soon as he says the church is the pillar and foundation of truth, then he answers, if you will, the question, well, how did we find the truth? He was manifested in the flesh. Jesus is the truth, the word, the word became flesh. We see and we hear in Jesus the very truth of God, manifested in the flesh, and then Vindicated in the spirit, he, he, he is crucified, he is risen, he appears, he ascends. That truth then is proclaimed. So Paul is talking about a word that has been preached. Elsewhere he will say, if anyone preaches to you something different than we did, even an angel from heaven, reject them and hold fast to the gospel that you have received. So, so he says here, it's been believed in throughout the world. It's the faith that has been held by the church, not by any particular leader in the church or member of the church or someone coming across with a new doctrine, but believed in throughout the world and then taken up into glory, as we will be, who are faithful to the truth. Now, this synod of bishops is coming up uh, in October. It's going to cause a tremendous amount of harm and damage and confusion. There's a book that has come out called The Synodal Process is a Pandora's Box, 100 Questions and Answers, forward by Cardinal Burke. Our friends at the Tradition Family and Property have published this. I was with their leadership uh, just uh, the other day. And uh, one of the questions here, can a pope or a synod of bishop change the church's doctrine? And of course, the answer is no. Uh, 
quoting from um, the Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith, like all the faithful, the Roman pontiff is under the word of God, the Catholic faith. He does not decide according to his own will, but gives voice to the will of the Lord, who speaks to us in the scriptures lived and interpreted by tradition. Again, this reading touches on this perfectly. Church, pillar, foundation of truth, and then it goes to the historical fact of Christ manifesting in the flesh the Word of God, which is then believed in throughout, proclaimed to the world and believed in throughout the world. The First Vatican Council taught dogmatically that the doctrine of the faith which God has revealed is put forward, I'm quoting, not just as some, not as some philosophical discovery capable of being perfected by human intelligence, but as a divine deposit committed to the spouse of Christ to be faithfully protected and infallibly promulgated, that meaning of the sacred dogmas is ever to be maintained, which has once been declared by Holy Mother Church. You know, the unwillingness to see this as a good thing the tendency instead to say that if you are ever faithful to the fixed meaning of a truth is somehow a psychological problem is the same mistake that people run into when they say what has once and for all been, been determined about me and my life, for example, that I am male or female, is somehow backwards you know, to say, oh, I'm, I have to stay, I'm stuck with that. Uh, if I want to change my gender, I can. Fact of the matter is, yeah, you're stuck with that. That's who you are. That's who God made you. And you, in fact, will be happy and free, fulfilled and complete when you accept who, in fact, you are. This is the simple lesson we have to take away from today's reading. And brothers and sisters, again, these next six weeks or so are going to be times of great and tremendous danger and confusion in the church. Don't fall for any crap. People who are teaching to you a gospel different from the one you have received, listen, don't even argue with them. Run far away get far away from these people. Just like there are people trying to destroy our government, destroy America, destroy our constitution, there are people trying to destroy the scriptures, destroy the doctrine, destroy the faith of the church. Run far away from them. And just keep focused, like Paul said, on who has been manifested in the flesh, vindicated in the spirit, proclaimed to the world, and believed in throughout the world. Let us pray. Jesus, we do believe in you. We hold as firm truth, changeless truth, the doctrine you have given us. Lord Jesus, your church is the pillar and foundation of truth and also of life, of justice, of holiness, of peace, of grace. Lord Jesus, enable us to embrace all these realities, to live all these realities and not to fall into the trap of thinking that they are somehow contradictory to one another. Nothing can be contradictory to one another when it all comes from you. 
Thank you, Lord Jesus. And enable us today to experience your grace and love in the answering of all our prayers. We place before your throne all those needs that have been expressed here and that remain in the silence of our hearts. And we pray in the words that you taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. We pray to our Heavenly Mother, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Well, thanks, friends. Uh, invite others to share our daily scripture time and prayer together. We're praying always for you. Stay connected with our projects at our main website and abortion.us. God bless. We'll talk to you soon. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.